Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions. Are you okay there, Andrew? <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> oh. Adam Adam's dying over there. Sorry, Adam. Oh, he better not really die, because if this is what I say at the moment he dies, I'll be traumatized. Ooh. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Hey, we're three friends, and we test the limits of propriety <laughs> through the questions we... We are through the challenges we issue. Sorry. I screwed it up. <laughs> and by coughing in a microphone We're, as soon as the show starts. <laughs> We've been doing this for hundreds of episodes. Uh, this week, we're sponsored by David Avocado Wolf. That's probably why we're off kilter. I'm Aaron Ellen Goodwin, <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, I'm also joined by joined by <laughs> I'm also joined by Adam Anderson. Is that a reference to Dig Dug? <laughs> yes, Dig Dug, Dig Dug. You can go Dig Dug, Dig Dug, Dig Dug, Dig Dug. I just didn't even want to give us an opportunity for, you know, like an awkward, quiet, like part where we try to make a joke and it falls flat between. So I just did the segment chimes. No, that was good. And then I think it's good to put that awkward, weird joke space after the segment chimes. Right. So if you're new to the show, sorry, because this week is different. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to another episode. Yeah, sorry. Each host submitted a challenge last week. Then each shares the results this week. And then hilarity... Uh, and learning hopefully ensue and we move to the next question adam has today's first challenge so take it away adam so my challenge to you guys last week to to write a 500 word story and then we're gonna read them on the show i'm we're gonna so read excited our stories. that we're gonna read stories at the beginning of to really <laughs> this just is a, punch this it is in a fiction <laughs> podcast now <laughs> Just really so that we can punch hit it up. more. Uh, this is tags this is my bit in to, our podcast app. This, <laughs> this is me trying to get hired for Welcome to Night Vale. Is that should I do all the sound effects? You should. You should absolutely try to do all the sound effects. <laughs> Those crickets go on a while. All right. Well, let's go. Let's read. Our, let's read our right. stories. Andrew's first. Andrew. Oh. Andrew. Andrew. No pressure at all. Okay, so I am not a writer, uh, as opposed to the two people who you also hear on this podcast. You're one of the rare tech bros like and programmers who understands that there are things that you're not good at. Um, <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope one day that will uh, translate to a good job. Um, so uh, this is my best bet at a story. Um, I don't think it's good, but I wrote it in like an hour. It's actually less than that. I wrote it in a half an hour. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Andrew, we're here to be supportive of your dreams, your new oh, dreams of being a writer. Um, okay, so my story, it has a title. It's called Party Shirt. Oh, I didn't give that That's a title. good start. That's a good title. Yeah. I'm in. Hey, it. wait a minute. Are you what? in my subconscious? Well, Par- well, I don't know. Party Shirt? Someone yeah. just like followed me on Twitter. I'm not. What is going on? Is this part of your story? No, but it should have been. <laughs> As part of his story, Andrew's created an ARG. <laughs> this is an all game we'll all play. Um, someone, um, someone, or someone liked one of my tweets today, or like in the last couple of days, and they're there. I'm trying to look through it. Sorry if I'm being. Uh, I don't want to hold it up. I'll find it later. But like, their name was like like at my party shirt. Really. What is happening? Well, let me now tell you I the story. Now I can't find them. <laughs> what is happening to me? You just dreamt it. <gasps> this is so weird. I don't, maybe I did dream it. No, okay. I just found them on Twitter. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you did? Are they following me? Uh, No, I don't know. <laughs> I think they were. This is, but they sell strange. French t-shirts. That's what they do. This is very strange. Okay, I want to hear your story. Party shirt. Okay. Um, I'm going to start right now. It wasn't until James was halfway home that he realized that maybe he was the jerk at the party. Earlier that evening, while James was getting ready for what he hoped for would be a fun and eventful outing with friends, he received a text from his coworker and best friend Martin. Martin helped him or helped James get his job in the office. So uh, he always felt like he could trust Martin and he owed him. 
Martin's text was cryptic, text was cryptic, but James understood and was saddened when he read. All it said was, don't wear the shirt tonight. James was excited to wear his party shirt. He was telling everyone in the office about the shirt all week. His excitement for the party had been shadowed by the pure anticipation of the final reveal of the now fabled party shirt. James had always seen himself as the life of the party. He owed this to this one article of clothing. James had no choice but to ignore his friend's his best friend's direction. He would never be able to show his face at work if he didn't arrive adorned with the majesty of his party shirt. The gathering had already was already underway when when James arrived. His eye, all eyes were on James as he made his way through the door to the group of people he knew from work. He bounced on his heels as he walked and even shot finger guns at an undeserved helpless victim. Once James reached his group of friends, it became clear what he was wearing. James took no time at all to be the center of the event. He was dancing and hollering, trying to get others to join in his celebration. Um, James was upset that no one was dancing or complimenting him on his knee-length Liz Frank party shirt with a magical unicorn prancing around under a rainbow. Martin looked in horror. <laughs> Martin looked in horror as James danced around the room, a room that was obviously in mourning during the funeral of their friend and former colleague, Philip. Philip had passed away earlier that week in a rainbow Laffy Taffy slash unicorn related incident. <laughs> James, James was the life of the party, a party that was in grief because of the loss of a friend's life. James left the party after 30 minutes with the help of the police. It wasn't the worst party James had attended. <laughs> I think you could publish that. I love oh, it. Thanks. I love it, Andrew. It's amazing. <laughs> that was really good. I don't I don't mean to sound surprised, but like no, for I'm surprised too. For something you wrote in a half hour. I like I yeah, wow. Now I feel really bad about mine. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love making people write things. <laughs> oh. Hey, if you're listening to this, go write something. I want to read it. Yeah, write write some 500-word thing. Um, but don't take the party shirt idea. It's already been taken. I love Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank makes me so happy. I follow Lisa Frank on all of her social media um platforms is lisa frank an actual person yeah yes yeah <gasps> yeah oh she's real I so, thought it was i thought it was she was like betty crocker like she was just a made-up thing no um so when i was writing this i spent um, about 10 minutes of my 30 minutes just deciding what <laughs> shirt to pick and so my search history is a little uh interesting right now but i eventually <laughs> found what i wanted to put and there's a lot my history looks weird right now I like that you described the person he shot finger guns at as a victim. I thought that was a great touch. Oh, thanks. Nobody deserves that. <laughs> there finger was like guns, there not was, even once. There was like a month where I made it a goal that every day I would take a picture of myself giving the finger guns at like <laughs> a different location. And it started to get like really crazy. I gotta get other people involved, but like I, oh, and I didn't tell anybody. Like, <laughs> but, but some people just kept seeing me doing it. <laughs> what? Where are these pictures? Oh, on Flickr somewhere. Oh, that's all. Well, it's still there. I haven't been uploading to it. Um, I guess I don't know what else to say. That was a really good story. I'm oh, glad thanks. that you shared it with us, and I want everyone to keep in mind. That not all of us went that route when we wrote our story. <laughs> so my story is called A Sonoran Watches. Okay? I'm excited. Are you ready for that? A Sonoran Watches. A Sonoran Watches. <clears throat> A Sonoran Watches. I know that's confusing because it's like singular plural. <laughs> but it's not that kind of watch. I feel like maybe it's a verb. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's verbing. Here we go. Every couple of days, I see them appear over the ridge by moonlight. They're caked, dusty, sweatpants full of holes. They make their zombie march until they reach a spot maybe tw- 200 yards from our home. 
Is their blood colder? Or are sweatpants all that's available? I've never been down south, but I assume it's just as warm, if not warmer. I suppose it does get cold at nights. I just got used to it. I quite enjoy the cool air that blows across my skin against the hairs on my arms. I've lived here all my life. This spot of land is where I was born, where my mother was born, and where my ancestors lived for as long as anyone can tell. I couldn't imagine staying anywhere else. We're adapted to this desert. I wouldn't be able to manage in the hustle and bustle of less empty spaces. Well, I say empty, really, that's just a matter of perspective. The yip-yipping coyotes who howl into the thick, milky way above us each night serve as a reminder that this supposedly barren waste is full of life, busily trying to make a living. Their barks scare the travelers, but I know better. It was not a coyote who dismembered my arm with a machete over 40 years ago. The migrants make camp and don't seem to be aware that I watch them, which is fine by me. I'm relieved when they find the hidden cache of food, water, and supplies left by a retired silver-haired ranger. She regularly leaves jugs of water, batteries, and whatever non-perishables she can scrounge that week in a hole buried beneath a steel grate, which she covers in dirt. I can see the small smiles on the women, the beaming children whose uh, shirts match the smiling cartoon characters in their donated shirts. All oh, see, there's a typo. Adam, where were you? The beaming. <laughs> Nobody ran out by me. Don't. Children. I was into the story. Don't get back into it. <laughs> the, the beaming children whose smiles match this. The oh no. This see the beaming children whose see now I got off track. His faces match the smiling cartoon characters on their donated shirts and the relief of a small burden lifted that falls upon the faces of the men. These supplies mean they'll likely leave me undisturbed. It feels selfish to think that way, but it's hard to forget with a missing limb. This is generally the same tradition observed every couple of evenings. It's waxed and waned through the years, but at present, it's a steady trickle. The wanderers winding their way through the plateaus and valleys always headed north, stop for the night, then break camp before the sun fully rises. I used to fret over the fact that I had little to offer. I wanted to help them in their journey. I offer my fruit when it's in season, but few know how to properly prepare it anymore except the Odom elders who gather it for their ceremonies. The air reaches its coolest, and I and the travelers know the sun will shortly rise. They pack their camp, they cover the old ranger's hidden stash, they return toward their northward march. They do not hear me, but in my own language, I whisper farewell. Some cannot believe it, but I have been watching this stream heading north for a century and a half. I have stood over a hundred seasons to hear the whispering of the elders as they gather my fruit. I will continue to stand and watch. The end. Very good. Nice. Yes! <clears throat> Did you guys get the, um, sp- the, the, the trick? Yeah. It was a yeah. tree. It's a cactus. Same day. Yeah. Or yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Is this the, where the inspiration for Cactus Cooler you talked about earlier? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that actually came. The <laughs> wanting to drink Cactus Cooler came first. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I was like, what am yeah, I to write I about? I know. And I dreamt about drinking ah. from a cactus. So there you go. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm, thank you. I was way into that. I loved the coyotes. I I love when people write about the desert and they're not like, it's a desolate wasteland. And I hate. <laughs> like <laughs> the sterile, empty sands, the barren wastes, yeah. the sun beating on my face. Those are people who didn't live in the desert. <laughs> or or they did, but it went very badly. <laughs> it was so nice. Such a nice like scene. Very good visuals. I love it. Thank you. I didn't see now in critiquing myself, other than the spelling that I realized the <laughs> typo that I had in then um I wish I would have incorporated uh, a sense of smell, but then again a cactus doesn't have a nose, or does it? I mean, our concept of nose is different for other plants. I imagine 
You have no idea how long uh, researching uh, saguaro cactus uh, um, vascular systems <laughs> I spent and then didn't ever make use of. <laughs> but I learned a uh, lot yeah. about saguaro cactus. The plight of the writer. <laughs> I've also learned a lot about saguaro cactuses, like how to say saguaro cactus. <laughs> yeah, and I listened to like a lot of videos of the Onam uh, uh, Native American tribe from the Sonoran Desert, who, uh, and I learned, I heard a lot of their language and stuff. <laughs> cool. That was writing's fun. I wish, I wish someone I would pay me to do it. <laughs> I didn't even know cactuses had fruit. I mean, it yeah! makes sense, but I never it's thought about cool. it. It's cool. Like, they they get a crown of fruit around the, on the top. Like, they'll, they'll have, like, one – they have one main trunk, and then they have arms that go out. Yeah. Um, and the main trunk at the top will get, like, a crown of flowers that turn into fruit um, that the the – Odom will come and they'll like knock them down with a long pole and they use them like to, to make food and they make like a ceremonial drink at the beginning of the monsoon season to bring in the rains and stuff. There's a lot of, I got to learn all that. That's that's so cool. cool. It seems kind of counterintuitive for like fruit to be on a cactus. The cactus is all prickly and it's like, don't touch me. (laughs) Well, and what's interesting is that they say it gets its fruit and it gets its flowers, no matter if it's a dry or wet season. Like that's like how effective the saguaro cactus are at um, making use of and storing whatever water, like they can literally double in weight. By, by sucking up water and storing it, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, they, it's, they have a root system that's as wide in area as they are tall. Oh, and they're very tall. Yeah, they're like really tall, and they live to be like 200 years. It's crazy. That's so cool. I'm yeah. looking at pictures of the fruit right now, and they look like weird pomegranates. Yeah, they look tasty. Yeah. Now I want a cactus cooler even batter okay well adam now it's I don't know how much cactus fruit is in cactus cooler but yeah keep going no cactus cooler <laughs> is actually orange pineapple mm, none of the none of those two things are cactus oh but so good all right uh mine i didn't come up with a good title for it but if you want to call it the interview you can call it the interview is this going to be autobiographical is this going to be about no. Ken John Hill? <laughs> Yes. Wait, hold up. What? <laughs> Don't you remember that movie? No. The movie that made North Korea hack Sony pictures? <laughs> you don't remember I that? I remember Sony doing that, but I don't remember the movie responsible. Yeah, it was it was um who were Somebody. those those guys? Jay those Franco and Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. that movie. Yeah. Okay, my uh, I'm going back to this just being untitled now. No longer <laughs> called the interview. Okay, it's called untitled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Christopher Park was brimming with confidence on the outside. He had to be. He was incredibly nervous. The eyes of the woman sitting across from him immediately bored through his pitiful facade as he stammered out a barely passable greeting and took a seat. So, she began, what makes you think you're qualified to work here, Mr. Parker? Oh, it's it's Park actually, and do you think this qualifies you for our organization? Well, well, no. I mean, I mean, yes. I mean, I am qualified. This was not going well for Christopher. The woman considered. Yes, I believe we both understand that that is both your contention and your reason for being here, Mister Park. But if you'll recall, I asked you to explain that particular claim. Well, well, as it says on my resume, she cut him off with a lifted hand. I've read your, I've read your resume, Mister Park. I was asking you for something more. I can tell you're nervous, though, so I'll forgive you the offense of thinking I haven't read your resume. Maybe more specific questions will be easier for you. My apologies. I'm sorry. We'll see. She looked down at her clipboard. Would you consider yourself an adventurer? A little out of the ordinary, but Chris could BS his way through anything. Oh, yes, absolutely. Chris lied through his teeth. I'm always up for learning new things and meeting new challenges. I suppose that makes me an adventurer. And I'm always up for a hike through the woods. (laughs) He forced a laugh. 
The woman was unmoved. She nodded and marked something off. Are you capable of carrying more than 50 pounds? Uh, this was just a standard question, right? Maybe they had their lower-level employees move boxes around sometimes or something. Oh, um, yes, absolutely. Of steel plate armor? Excuse me? She sighed. A full suit of steel plate armor weighs approximately 50 pounds. The company needs to know if you are capable of wearing it. Wait, I applied for the... She cut him off again. The on-site support technician opening we have. Yes, I would have you know, Mr. Park, that I do not take these assumptions of my incompetence lightly. Please keep up. She... Adam, we lost you. Put up with this. How would yeah, you we describe... Lost you. Oh, no. Um, it was... What did you say? My incompetence lightly. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> um... Mr. Park, uh, I would have you know, Mr. Park, that I do not take these assumptions of my incompetence lightly. Did you hear that? Yes. Okay. Please keep up. She paused for effect. He needed a job. Badly. He could put up with this. How would you describe your knowledge of the arcane? Uh, Chris didn't want to upset her again. He decided to try and roll with it. I've done a bit of history research. I've, I've made some strides. I was even published a few times as an undergrad. Mm-hmm, was her reply. And you do get along well with the non-human races, correct? This position will be working closely with several half-elves and a dragonborn. A, a what? Chris bit his tongue. Oh, yes, I've worked extensively with all of the non-human races. No complaints so far. Well, she said, standing up, I suppose you'll do. She extended her hand toward him. Chris shook it. This was absolutely the worst interview he had ever given, and she was still offering him the job? We expect you to provide your own holy symbol, but I assume you kept your relic of this Wesleyan from your time at his university. The party will be ecstatic to meet you, and do be careful. Their last cleric, well, let's just say that they think healers are expendable, so you shouldn't forget to hear yourself, heal yourself from time to time. You'll find your choice of maces in the next room. The end. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Oh, I invited an audience of 40 people. <laughs> that was that was good. And I yeah, I, like I like that you wrapped it up with a little bow on it. Like I didn't know if I thought you were just going to leave us hanging. Thank you for not leaving us hanging. You're welcome. <laughs> I I think I'm Did you did you get it? Did you get the twist? Was he a gonna- cactus? He's no. <laughs> he is a cactus. <laughs> what? What's the? Well, I don't know. What's the twist that he? It's, oh. uh, he's, he's gonna be a cleric in a D and D adventure. Oh party. yeah, that's not like but a twist. Like, it just life. says it. <laughs> yeah, that was like a the Disney, right? <laughs> but it's like like it's like a turn. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I liked it, and it wasn't a. I think maybe why I was caught off guard by that question is it wasn't like a like a, a quick turn. It was a, it was like a subtle. It was like building. Slow build. Yeah, I like a slow burn. Mm, I like a slow burn. Well, what does so that mean? So nervous mm. now. That was no. I liked that, and I liked that you did a good job of making both characters speak in a different voice but they both had a similar characterization. What's the word I'm looking for there? <sighs> like coming from a similar genre, but they they were different. And I liked that. Some people, when they write dialogue, it all sounds like the same person. It's very boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. What? <laughs> On the other hand, there's other, well, it was like one of the, my favorite things about John Steinbeck, for instance, is that he does a very good job, I feel, of uh, writing in many different voices. So that's what I'm talking about. Thank you, guys. <laughs> now, I need you to edit mine before. <laughs> <laughs> Should we put these in the show notes or something? How are we going to? I mean,. Why not? Um, we could like put them in a Google Doc in the drive and then put links to them in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that after the show. Um we should do uh digga 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 oh, digga. 
Challenge. Challenge. I've been told digga was a thing. You you should probably repent. Um hey, so it's my turn. So I challenged you uh three or two gentlemen. I am one of the gentlemen. Um to listen to the first three episodes of the podcast called Dissect. If you haven't heard of this podcast, it's a podcast where um, every season they cover one album from an artist, a musical album, and every episode is one song. Um, and the first season is on To Pimp a Butterfly by uh, Kendrick Lamar. And since um, I just have some questions and stuff to ask for you guys, so I guess um, before you listen to this, I guess what were your thoughts or understanding of um, Kendrick in, I don't know, what was your opinion? Um, I don't know. Like I knew Kendrick existed and I knew that, um, people praised him for his lyricism and his introspection. And I've listened to, to pimp a butterfly before. And I listened to, um, oh, what's the one after that? Damn. Right. That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. yeah. I listened to those two and I knew that there was something there when I listened to it, but I listening to them. And then listening to this podcast helped me realize just how bad I am at understanding <laughs> rap music. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. It was nice. I don't know. What were your thoughts? Um, so I didn't get a lot out of this because I basically understood everything. And, <laughs> and this was just oh, felt like nothing new. I, I, no I background. was good. No, I mean, it's like he didn't really, he just kind of like jumped into it, didn't really like seed anything. So no, I liked it. I I really appreciated um, how he kind of explained the lived background to all this stuff and like the real life things that happened. Cause I I wasn't aware of that. Um, I mean, I was aware of some of it, but I never really like deep dived into uh Kendrick Lamar like I've like watched some videos and I've listened to the music um and I and I really liked it but I knew that like like Adam was saying I knew that there was like a lot of it that I was like uh like I was only scratching the surface on and I think that's because I have a especially on To Pimp a Butterfly because I think I have a hard time hearing a uh, funk voice Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like if something's in funk voice i'm like i can tell they're saying english words but <laughs> and they sound cool but i don't know what they are but that's like only like the choruses and things you know what i mean though but yeah some yeah, of the songs yeah. are better than others and such but um i listen to it a lot i mean i've listened to his music a lot and i really like it but i definitely really appreciated getting like a like a deeper dive on it. It was fun. And, and the background, cause the first two, the first two episodes aren't even about the album. Like it's yeah, about yeah. his previous work, which was cool. Cause I, I was not familiar with it. Yeah, no, I, I when I was like the, that kind of helped me cause I started out listening to Kendrick Lamar from, uh, to pimp a butterfly. And I like recently I went back and listened to mad kid or good kid, mad city, but that background kind of, kind of like frames, I guess the story or like the journey that the, the album is trying to take you. Yeah. And I don't know. It really, it's really interesting. Cause I, you, I don't know if you guys listened past the three episodes, but he talks, it kind of like <laughs> Kendrick has this way of, um, especially for this album where he would release, um, a song that out of context would get people really upset. Mm. Cause, um, before this, he released the single called I, and it's like this song that's gloating and saying how like good he is <laughs> and people are really upset. But when the context of the album, you realize like, this is him like gaining self-esteem after having terrible, terrible depression mm. and that how he can still be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And so really, it's really interesting. It's really good. Um, because there's a very like common critique of hip hop that it is somehow, um, like superficial and vain and like, uh, not really meaningful. And then while I think there is definitely stuff that fits that criteria, um, mm-hmm. I think it's cool to see it framed like you, like you would interpret any other kind of music 
um, and you you see the depth of it. I because there's a lot of hip hop that I've listened to that's like meant a lot to me in my life, and I've gotten a lot out of. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's hard to explain that to somebody who has no background, just coming into it fresh, like they don't really get what's going on. And unlike this uh, podcast, I don't do a good job of like, <laughs> let me let me tell you about Compton. <laughs> yeah, and not just the straight out part. <laughs> but it was Where? interesting because I thought, be- but it was like I don't know, like those who I recommend listening to podcasts, but the the first. Um, to give you a little background. Um, but it's really like Kendrick has had a tough, like growing up, he grew up in Compton and he saw people die in front of him. And this, um, the second album is, is like him coming to terms with the fact that he's successful and he means a lot to a lot of people. And so he has to then like justify his actions at this point in his life. And so at the beginning, he's kind of boastful and he's kind of like, I want to do all this crazy stuff that I've always wanted to do. But like by the end of the album, he not to spoil it for you, but if you haven't listened to it, but he kind of like turns in, gets really depressed and realizes that the only way he can overcome it is if he turns to God and help other people Mm. and like, and brings his people together. And it's, I don't know. It's kind of a story you don't really hear um in the hip-hop community let alone a whole album and that's definitely not what your what your grandma who watches fox news thinks is happening on a popular hip-hop album (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) yeah um maybe there's a reason he got a pulitzer prize (laughs) (laughs) maybe those guys know what they're doing i liked the to me like the part like in episode one where they talked about his like connection to the community but like his way of of framing himself against uh, artists like uh, Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac was really cool. Because um, yeah. that was like those those were like formative uh, artists for me when I was younger. I think I don't know if I, if I talked about it like last week or somewhere. I was talking about how like I used to like <laughs> secretly uh watch BET and and watch like MTV <laughs> to see like like uh rap music and stuff like that. So that was cool. That 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 like kind of made things make sense to me and and it's cool to learn like I always realized he would he would rap in a different voice at different times. Yeah. And I never put it together like what exactly was going on there. And so yeah, he was almost like uh, Adam. <laughs> there is a narrative <laughs> like going it. on. <laughs> yeah, he would use it's um it's really cool cuz he uses different voices to like represent different people. Yeah. Um in the beginning he's there's um Uncle Sam is telling him <laughs> like yeah. like he's going to like take advantage or Uncle Sam's going to take advantage of him. I like that that there's like that's something that I did pick up on the album that I've always really liked is like, there's this looming specter of no matter how successful you are as, as a black man in society that, that there's this specter. there just waiting to like, bring you down. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty interesting. I don't know, Adam, I feel like I've been talking. I'm sorry. I, no, I mean, you've been covering pretty much everything that I'd like to say, except I came into it. Um, I don't know, even fresher than you, I guess, with even less understanding of how, uh, of like the process of understanding rap and hip hop music. Cause I've just, I didn't grow up with it. Um, and like, you know, when I, when I was a kid, when I was in high school, I was like, I'm too good for rap music. <laughs> I was extremely wrong. More like it. crap I music. School, so yeah, <laughs> I may have said that at some point. It's okay. We so, forgive you. Thank you. I have grown up since then. I mean, you don't really need our forgiveness, but. I mean, I need the Lord's <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> I, I, I just know for me, I, I respect an artist that puts effort in albums. Because that's like the opposite of what would be traditional today. I think too, maybe, maybe. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just about to say, it just it's nice because um, 
I really liked in Good Kid, Mad City, his first album, where it's purposely designed to s- that you listen to over and over again. Yeah, and it's like a like it's supposed to repeat over and over again. And this, um, I liked how in uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, it um, he I don't know if, if if you remember, but at the end of every couple of songs, he starts to say a poem over and over again. But every song, he adds another line to it. And I like the fact that he kind of builds into that. At the end, you realize he's talking to Tupac, mm-hmm. which is really cool because he found he, this guy gave him this unreleased uh, interview with Tupac, and he's like having this conversation with him. And it's kind of interesting, like what he meant to him and things like that. And then, like in in uh, Damn, where you can listen to it, um, you listen to it forward, and at the end of the song, you realize that you need to now listen to it backwards, like the song's in reverse order, and it tells a different narrative. I don't know. It's just like a lot of effort into it that really, I really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Something I was thinking that, that is an, is I was going to say, Adam, that maybe it was like an advantage that I had that you didn't coming into it. So like it, it, it was, it was that I, when I first got into it, you would purchase a CD and like, you only had like a few CDs, you know what I mean? And yeah. you would listen to them over and over and over again a lot more. And like, I would, I would like, you know, sit it on the top of my bunk bed with my headphones on and my Walkman and listen to, um, you know, Buster Rhymes extinction level event <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, Jay Z. I had like, a few Jay Z albums and stuff like that, but I would, uh, read the lyrics cause like you had the booklet. Oh yeah. When you have like MP3s, like I mean, you know, like maybe on your streaming thing you can look at the lyrics, but it's not like something like a book right there in front of you to be like, "Hey, read me." So yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot easier to understand kind of what they're saying when you're like reading and following along, and and it's easier to like learn the words. And when you learn them, you know, you kind of repeat them back in your head, and like you'll have like these eureka kind of moments. You're like, "Oh, that's what they're talking about," and so. That's something that I missed that I feel like if I had that while I was listening to uh, this album, I probably would have picked up on a lot more. So that's a uh, pro tip. Read the lyrics. <laughs> pro tip, read the lyrics, yeah. Get the genius app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I do think it's really interesting that so much of understanding this album relies on like knowing who Kendrick Lamar is and where he came from. And just because that's so opposed to like what I learned about exegesis in school was that like, oh, hey, the, the author doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the text. And I feel like that's not true here. Um, that's not true at all. There's so much biographical content that goes into understanding what this is about. That it's it's hard to separate the music and the artist. You can't separate the text from who wrote it, especially um, especially with to, to Pip a Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City, and that's a completely foreign approach to um, understanding things to me. So I need to practice that some more. Um, well, but I I, just, I do think it's ahead. interesting that approach that uh, Kolkutchen is taking. And in that very biographical approach, it makes me wonder, like, if I had all of this as a text, like, if I understood all of the words, would I also be able to, like, come out of it with an understanding where Kendrick Lamar, like, doesn't color that understanding and his life doesn't color that understanding? I don't know, but it's something I want to explore and it's an essay I want to write. (laughs) (laughs) There you you go. You should do it and then you should share it with us. We'll make you read it. (laughs) (laughs) it'll it'll make for a great podcast (laughs) no we can stay here we can stay where i also i just wanted to make one joke where i thought it was really funny how much cole kuchna very obviously loves kendrick lamar so so much very infatuated (laughs) 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 it's just like like there'd be there'd be Times where he's just like, okay, yeah, he's being pretty objective here. And then he's like, Kendrick Lamar is the greatest artist of our generation. <laughs> it's just like, calm down, Cole. <laughs> you can hear You're him. probably like, right, but mm. calm down. 
Well, I was going to say kind of like what Aaron was talking about, where you have to read the lyrics. Um, but on this album, you also have to like read um, like where the like the song credits are for. Like you have to go back and see, oh, they're sampling this person. They got the rights from this song. And that means something that they use this song at this part or something like that. And I thought that was really Boy, interesting. It's a lot of work, guys. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's like an entire canon of rap and hip hop that I'm just don't understand. But so, see, what's I'm, cool it's like is I'm back it's, to being a freshman. It's exciting because there's like so much to learn. So yeah. when on that note, my challenge, challenge, reprogram yourself using subliminal messages. So what I've, I've requested is that we each use a subliminal messages program that will flash words or phrases on your computer screen at regular intervals with the uh, object that it will um, reprogram you in, in a certain way that it will influence you. So I'm interested to hear everybody's <laughs> experience and hope that people oh, like peanut butter. I have it. some opinions. I, I have opinions as well. So uh-huh. I'll let Adam go first. <laughs> so remember that time when you issued us this uh, challenge and I was like, yes. it's going to annoy me and I'm going to notice it flashing in the middle of my oh, screen. Uh-huh. And you're like, no, it won't. And I was like, yes, I will. <laughs> Guess what? Listener. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Almost immediately. <laughs> you must you must have amazing eyes. Well, my my screen's only 60 frames a second. Like that's like 10 milliseconds is nothing. And by nothing I mean it's it's like a long time. <laughs> like well, you absolutely notice that. It just flashes in the middle of your screen. Actually, at first the program set it to 30 milliseconds, which is 3 frames and that that was the most annoying thing in my life. Oh, yeah. That- so then I was like, how short can I make this? And the shortest I can make it was 10 milliseconds, which is one frame. Now and I'm that is the s- least, it is the least subliminal, subliminal programming <laughs> well, now I I've ever s- experienced. See how often mine does it. Uh, I don't know. I was going to record a screen, like a, like a, my screen as it was going off, but then I realized this is a podcast and no one would be able to see it. But <laughs> so I decided not to. I wonder if it's just the software that you got, cause you guys are using a different piece of software than me. Um, because well, I had 10 milliseconds is the shortest it could possibly be. And you still notice it. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty visible. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my experience. Um, so I was, I just, I noticed it, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Like it was fast enough that I couldn't read it, mm-hmm. but I could see that something was flashing. So I'm like, well, maybe it'll still work. And so we started this on Tuesday last week. And like, and I tried the, I decided like, I'm going to be more positive and have more confidence. And that's the things, the messages I want to work on. And then like on Thursday, I had like a mental breakdown. And <laughs> so <laughs> like, I just didn't go to school that day. I'm like, I just need a mental health day. <laughs> and then I remembered that I was doing this and I turned it off and uninstalled it. <laughs> so, I turned it off. off. So, I turned it off. So, so I just couldn't stand so it. So listen. It worked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just, just didn't do what you had hoped it would do. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not saying there's causation. <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I wonder if there is no guarantee that it's actually doing only like 10 milliseconds. Because honestly, I mean, I have mine running all the time. And I'm, I'm like, I notice stuff. I mean, you're... My, you're... I'm your on the monitor. screen all day, and I have a really good monitor. And well, your monitor is probably sixty a sixty frames per second panel, right? Right, right. So the shortest it could possibly be is one frame, which is ten milliseconds. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. <sighs> so maybe you just have know. awful eyes. Maybe the way mine does it is it's like opaque, it, or it's like a transparent or something oh yeah like it's yeah i can see that well, like, listen to the program you use 
No, it's not. It's like in big white letters. I just did a slow motion test. Um, it's called Subliminal, but you have to pay for it. That's why I didn't recommend it to you guys because it costs money. Um, yeah, I had to turn mine off after three days, not because it was doing anything to me, except making me annoyed. Because <laughs> what, every four seconds, something would flash. What did screen. you try? Like, oh, what's what subliminal message did you set it to send? Uh, uh, like, you know, things like positivity and like get your work done and like you can do this, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that I try to tell myself all the time. <laughs> this is so sad. I feel really bad for you guys because my experience... Um, I set mine to be about, I, I only, usually I have a like bunch on there and I narrowed them down and I only did, and these are ones that I don't usually have on here. So I did four. I did be kind, don't stress, be calm and be positive. So I was like, I need that in my life right now because I have not been kind in certain instances when yeah I'm, you made I'm, me look at a stupid screen every four <laughs> seconds that when i'm raging a subliminal at, message into I'm my brain raging at boomers on facebook and then i've been pretty stressed out i've not been calm and i've been pretty negative so and i'm reporting that i don't know if it was um like oh oh gosh what's the term that's like a fake out like a placebo it's like a placebo i don't know but i have noticed that my ability this week to handle things and to kind of like let things like go off my back like water off of a duck is that the saying <laughs> duck water it's close enough <laughs> duck, duck, duck water it's like you know things were like duck water to me um yeah so i think it was the subliminal messages and it was here's what yeah. i think i think it was absolutely not the annoying subliminal messages that you can't see because you have awful eyes i <laughs> i know like i can do a test like on this app you can do a test where you run it like it's like and i can see a timer when it's going to come up and if i'm looking for it i can see it but if I'm just going about my normal business, I don't notice it at all. Well, I did because my eyes are better than yours, I guess. I don't. I don't think it was the subliminal messaging that you didn't even notice. I don't I think, think that has power over you. I think it was. I think what happened was at the beginning of the week, you were like, this is what I'm going to focus on. And then no, but I didn't that. think about it all week. Like I, <laughs> I only like noticed it after the fact. It wasn't like I was like reminding myself. Maybe then, maybe you have bad memory and bad eyes. <laughs> I have bad. That's not how memory <laughs> works. I don't know, guys. I'm pretty sure science worked. You guys I mean, can it's be. Been science you guys can be against proven. science. That's fine. If you want to be anti-science, you can go <laughs> join David Avocado Wolf. In your anti-science flat earth milkshake drinkers. I'm just saying science is statistically proven that human memory is fungible and you pretty much just remember what you want to remember. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to stop Aaron. If it's helping him, then allow, allow him to keep doing it. I'm not good for Well, him. how would I test this? Should I keep this... taking your sugar pills, Aaron? <laughs> This week, should I change my subliminal messages to be like, have a crisis, lose your crap, <laughs> right? I, Everything I is awful. Like, be really is negative. to have someone else pick <gasps> your subliminal messages. Ooh. That's what I need to do. Have someone else, but I don't want to give someone that power. <laughs> you, because now that I know it works because of science. I don't want to give them that power. But here's the thing, Aaron. They won't have that power because it's fake. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed our very last show. <laughs> Remember, your ratings fuel us. So please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. Um... I'm actually just going to stop this right here. Please, please rate the show. It's really hurting my 
my self-esteem that we're not getting any more ratings. Smash the like button. Smash, smash that like button. Hit that retweet. Wooka, 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 wooka. A big thanks to our supporters on Patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, oh, wait, no. We're supposed to tell you to check out our other shows. There's hockey shows. There's the Good Stuff Morning Show. Um, there's uh, Daily-ish. There's, I mean... There's at U2 if you like U2. If you like U2. Or if you don't like U2 and you want to listen to people who do. Yeah, maybe you just like listening to expand, people who appreciate something. Expand your worldview. Expand your horizons. It's basically like like uh, uh, dissect, but for you too. <laughs> yep, for just you too. We'd also love to hear from you. So, where can people get a hold of you? Uh, hit me up on Twitter at a underscore sav. Just say hi. I don't know. I'm also on Twitter at that Adam Kid. You guys have- will not be influenced by subliminal messaging. You guys, you guys. Every time I've tried to say that, it's gotten worse. (laughs) Are you trapped underwater? You're just drowning in all the science that I just dumped on your guys' heads (laughs) right now. Um, I'm on Twitter too. I was trying to compliment you guys. I was trying to say that you, you've both been very good on Twitter. So thank you. Oh, Oh, thank you very good on twitter and it enrages me and it makes me want to set everything on fire and throw my smart device into a pit of lava ah that's what i set your subliminal message to (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) well other than that i would like you to remember that your 500-word essay is due by Saturday. <gasps> Wait, it's due by Friday. Oh, ha, ha. See, I did it. Due by Friday. <laughs> and uh, uh, we will be grading it quite harshly. Please submit that to at underscore 3G3Q on Twitter. I also would like you to remember that you should listen to the dissect podcast i'm going to i actually have the rest of it queued up so i'm really excited to listen to that so thank you andrew for sharing that i i also want you to remember that subliminal messages works it's 100 percent proven by all science everywhere throughout all of the universe and all time and in all timelines and i also want you to remember to question everything Oh crap! I didn't. I, where did I? Where did the controls? I need to stop this, <laughs> guys. I missed. Where did the controls go? I can't find my controls to stop recording. This is gonna go on the show because I'm not editing it anymore. <laughs> just live so, the tape. Just here's the news alert. The show is gonna be a real sloppy one. I know how you like episode. them. Extra sloppy. <laughs> <laughs>